Hello everyone, this is Movie News with Gray. I'm your host, Gray Mitchell, and we're going to get stuck into some of the most interesting uh, news topics from this last week. We're going to be talking Sam Raimi directing the next Doctor Strange movie, Trolls World Tour being the biggest digital release ever, uh, and a couple more things. And yeah, let's just get stuck straight into it. So yeah, look, first thing, first thing I want to bring up is, uh, is, is Doctor Strange 2. It was, I think, early in the beginning of this year was when Scott Derrickson... Uh, said he was stepping away from directing Doctor Strange 2, which was a shame for me, because I really liked Doctor Strange 1. I thought he did a good job. Um, I was looking forward to what he was going to do, uh, you know, especially being a horror director and that idea that he was going to make Doctor Strange 2, this kind of horror movie, was interesting to me. And obviously, well, what we heard was that the reason that uh, he and Marvel parted ways was because Marvel didn't want to go as full horror as he did. So, very good chance uh, that uh, we're not going to get that full-on horror movie with Doctor Strange 2. Although, to be honest, it's not that shocking because the MCU is a very family-friendly, in for the most part, uh, sort of franchise. Um, they have a very specific audience and horror is something that also is... It can isolate a lot of people. So anyway, so he went away and there was talks that Sam Raimi, who directed, uh, probably most well-known for directing the original Spider-Man trilogy, the Tobey Maguire trilogy, um, there was talks that he was going to come in and, and step into the director's shoes for Doctor Strange 2. It was kind of all in talks for the last couple of months, but now it looks like it's been confirmed that Sam Raimi is actually going to be directing this movie. And I think that's awesome. I think he's absolutely fantastic. I love the uh, original Spider-Man trilogy. I grew up on it. Spider-Man 2 especially was was the... Well, I, it probably wasn't the first VHS I had, but it's definitely the one I remember the most, and it's the one that I just put in, watched, rewound, start again, and would watch it. I, I, I've seen that movie, you know, 50 times probably. Um... Yeah, so I, I, you know, and, and I, I absolutely loved what he did with that character. Um, I actually even I, I did watch Spider Man three again recently, and I'm starting. I, I remember seeing. I can actually see why people hate this movie. Although honestly, I do not hate it as much as a lot of people. Um, I think in general that trilogy is pretty solid because the first two movies are great, and I think Spider Man three is still serviceable. I know unpopular opinion, but anyway, I'm really looking forward to see what he does. Now I don't actually. Unless I'm just forgetting. I don't actually think I've seen anything else Sam Raimi's done. I know he has also done some horror stuff. And so I think they are going to have some sort of horror elements in this Doctor Strange 2. I just don't think it's probably going to be as uh, as hard as Scott Derrickson was wanting to go with it. Um, look, like I said, I don't think I have much of a range of Sam Raimi's work. But I know that when it comes to doing Marvel superhero movies, he can do a really good job. Um, you know... And, and reading uh, the article where he, con well, you know, he's basically confirmed, yep, yeah, I'm actually going to do Doctor Strange 2. He was saying that, you know, as a kid, he loved, I think he said he's number two, he's one or two superheroes with Spider-Man and Batman. And then Doctor Strange, though, was really up there as well. So it's good to know, you know, he's got a really strong connection to this character. He's, you know, great. He did something great with Spider-Man, a character that he loved, and I think he can do it with Doctor Strange 2. Um, I'm excited for that movie. I thought the first movie was really solid. I'm loving what they're doing with Doctor Strange character, you know, in the last couple of Avengers movies. The title Multiverse of Madness is one of my favourite things ever. I absolutely love that. I'm so excited to see where they go. Um, I you know, I have to wonder, like a lot of people, is there going to be references in this movie to the Spider-Man trilogy? You know, if he's going to the multiverse, could it be possible that even if it's a quick five-second thing, he grow he goes through the, um, you know, the, the Spider-Man, Tobey Maguire Spider-Man universe, you know, could we get a return from Tobey Maguire? Look, I don't actually think that's going to happen. I'm kind of joking, but there is kind of a part of me that wants to see it in a way, but... 
look, regardless, I think this is an awesome choice. I'm so excited to see what it does. I'm so excited for this movie. Um, yeah, as, as I know that, well, I think a lot of people are. Um, all right, so, yeah, the next thing I think we should talk about is Trolls World Tour. So this is the sequel to the original Trolls movie that came out a couple of years ago, I think. Um, and, of course, you know, in the midst of everything that's going on right now, you know, with all the movies getting delayed and, um, you know, a lot of crazy, a lot of, a lot of movies that were in theaters when everything started getting shut down were going to really early VOD um, streaming and everything. But Trolls World Tour was one of the main exceptions where they actually went, you know what, they weren't in theaters. They weren't coming out for probably a couple of months, I think. Um, and they just decided, we're just going to skip theaters altogether because we don't know when it's coming back. And I think they did. the studio didn't have a lot of faith in this movie, is what it seems like. Um, which, you know what, does not surprise me because, by the way, the first Trolls movie, I'm not planning on seeing this one. Probably. Uh, the first Trolls movie I saw, and I remember that year it made my list of the top five worst movies of the year. I I could not believe how bad that first Trolls movie was. Um, and not like I was expecting it to, you know, be a Pixar-level quality or anything, but I, I really thought it could be better than it was. Anyway, so yeah, they've Universal has gone through and they've just released Trolls World Tour straight onto VOD. No theatres at all, which a little while ago actually seemed to really annoy the, uh, the, the theatre owners, which makes sense. So, you know, it's a pretty symbiotic relationship. Um, and, you know, didn't mention anything to them. But anyway, that's something else. But, so, so Trolls World Tour has come out on all this, uh, you know, available for rent and everything. And it is the biggest digital release ever. Uh, most pre-orders for any movie ever before. And sold the... It was the best selling for, like, I think the first three days that it was out. Um, so... You know, when we're not having movies in theatres and we can't talk box office, this, I guess, is kind of the next best thing. But it is really interesting because we are, for, you know, long before this whole pandemic started, for years, people have been talking about, are we are we starting to see the demise of cinemas in general? I think, at least for a very long time, there is still definitely a place for them, especially for movies like Avengers Endgame you know, like Milan, like, like, like all the, the big tent poles and everything. But I'm, you know, I also understand where people are coming from in terms of just straight to stream, you know, something like The Irishman that wasn't going to get made, wasn't going to go into theatres, went straight to streaming. And obviously there's a lot of movies like that, whether they are made and then bought by Netflix or Amazon or whatever, or they are made specifically to be a streaming movie in the first place. Um, but th this is something kind of new, where it was supposed to be a theatrical release and they've just bypassed it altogether. But it's just interesting to see, is this going to have an impact? Are other people, other studios, I should say, going to start deciding, you know what, maybe we could take more advantage of streaming. Now, look, I'm going to be honest, I don't actually think they will. Because even though, you know, the numbers here for Trolls World Tour were very high, you know, great. Uh, nothing like they would have been, I'm, I'm pretty sure, in the uh, in the cinema. I don't think they would have been necessarily great had it had a theatrical release. But they're still, they still would have been better. Um, you know, at this point movies that are going to go straight to streaming services or available for rent are, st are not going to be doing as well. Uh, they're not going to make the studios as much money. And so I don't think we're going to see something like a Black Widow just instantly go to streaming, you know, Disney Plus or available for rent or whatever. Or, um, you know, the um, the next DC movie or the next uh, Disney live action remake or the next Jurassic Park, whatever it is. I don't think we're going to see any of that, probably. But I have to wonder, are there other smaller movies that might start to find a market where they can take advantage of streaming 
like in the way that things have been going to Netflix, but maybe you know something going to iTunes immediately right away. And obviously, I know that would have happened with some small things in the past, but you know, maybe not like the tiny movies nobody's ever heard of, but not the big ten poles. Maybe just something in between. I don't know. Maybe there's something there. I mean, obviously, like I said, this is this is the first. I, I think it's probably the first big one where it's gone onto you know this movie's, which was you know it's it's essentially it's theatrical level but has just gone straight to being available for rent. Could this start a new trend? Could other studios try to learn from what happened with Trolls? You know, uh, analyze it and see where they can improve on the situation, see what they did, see what Trolls did right. Um, I don't know, it's, it's just, it's very interesting that this movie did so well. Now, obviously, you've got to take the factors into consideration, like this is a family film. A lot of families right now, in isolation, they want to, you know, something they can, they can all do together. You know, Trolls certainly fits that, uh, fits that need. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'm very curious to see if this lays out any trends in the future. I'm, I'm interested to keep my eye on this particular area, you know, with, with any of these movies that are either having to cut their theatrical release short, um, if others decide they're going to skip it altogether. Can't imagine that's going to happen much, but we'll see. Um, and of course, after this pandemic is eventually over, how, you know, does anything change by then? It's all it, it's all very um, interesting to, to be keeping my eye on, I think. Um Alright, so the next thing I want to be talking about... A lot of uh, Marvel stories here, actually, but, you know, I suppose at the moment um, the new the movie news cycle is probably a bit slower than it would have been, you know, maybe a few months ago. Uh, but, um, so, anyway. John Krasinski... Yeah, Alright. John Krasinski has this show on YouTube called Some Good News, and if you haven't watched any of it yet, seriously, go check it out. It is awesome. So, basically, John Krasinski's gone, you know what, there's so much... Awful stuff coming out, you know, with everything that's going on at the moment. The news is just all terrible. Let's get some great, inspiring, happy stories, and let's make that the focus. And it is so heartwarming and wholesome, and I, I think there's three episodes so far. I've loved every single one of them. The second one, I was actually really crying hard. Um, really got me. Anyway, so please do go check that out, honestly. It's so great. Um, but anyway, in this, this very last episode that he did, right at the beginning of the show... He was showing artwork that some people had sent in, and one of them was like a, like a comic, kind of version of him, um, you know, like a, a caricature of him. I think it was. Anyway, and basically, he um, he shows this picture to the audience, and he he says he makes a comment about, well, this is the closest I'm ever going to get to being a comic book character. And then he pauses, and he can't. He, he almost does a sort of gym moment, you know, if you've watched obviously The Office, you know, that look to the camera. Not exactly, but but. Basically, he stops, he pauses, he he looks very slyly at the camera. Go and watch it, and you'll see exactly what I mean. And of course, straight away, my thought, along with, you know, half the world, apparently, um, you know, not surprising, is that, is this him hinting? Because a lot of people for a very long time have been advocating, get John Krasinski for Mr. Fantastic. I'm one of them. I think he'd be great. Was this a hint? Something's happening. I, look, I'll tell you what, something, he was doing something there. He, you know, he was very clearly making a point. That, that's that's undisputed. I think there's, I guess, three possibilities. One is, yeah, he's actually maybe even signed on. He's, he's figured it out with Marvel. They've made a deal. He is Mr. Fantastic, and he was kind of hinting to us, the audience. Second option is he's hinting to Marvel, like he's saying, come on, guys, let's make this happen, um, which I think is, well, is also quite funny. Um, or third, he's kind of being like, look, guys, it's just, I know you really want it. I do too. But, or, or whether he doesn't, whatever. It's just not going to happen. You know, it was actually kind of a joke. I don't think so. Honestly, I think he did it because I think 
I think the most likely option is he is he's either very very close or he is playing Mr. Fantastic. They've sorted it out, or um, or he was always kind of hinting at Marvel. Either way, I think it was great. It was a fantastic moment. I loved it. Um, and you know, look, I'll say this: I don't actually think I can remember another actor that has been so wanted by fans for a role, not including people wanting actors to return to their role. So, for example, I know there are a lot of people that go, get Hugh Jackman back as Wolverine when he comes in, you know, when the X-Men are in the MCU. Now, look, personally, one, I think that's a ridiculous idea. You're rebooting the X-Men. You have to reboot the X-Men. No, plus, not like Hugh Jackman would want to come back, I don't think, at this point. But no, I think you, sh- you need to restart altogether. But anyway, th- that's the kind of thing, you know, people saying, bring Hugh Jackman back or bring Robert Downey Jr. back as Iron Man. But in terms of actors who have not yet actually played the role... I think John Krasinski has got to be, like, the biggest, um, or, or his example is, like, you know, of the most people really, really intensely wanting him to play this character. And I'm going to be honest, what's weird is I am at the point now where, you know, like, I'm watching this thing yesterday of this Some Good News show, and I see John Krasinski, and I'm like, oh, yeah, Mr. Fantastic. No, he's actually not yet. But in my mind, I honestly think of him already as, yeah, he's playing it. I forget that it's not actually a thing yet. I am very, very sure that he will at this point. Um, I think just because it's it's so wanted by a lot of people, um, and I th- I think he I think he wants to play the character. But 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 what I've seen, I think he is actually very anxious to do this. Um, I'm actually gonna have a video that I'm gonna put up hope- within the week. Hopefully, it's kind of my my f- me fan casting the Fantastic Four kind of thing. Um, and obviously, you know, spoiler alert, I want John Krasinski as Mr. Fantastic. And I'm thinking by this, what he did in his latest video, I'm really starting to think it's going to happen. If, look, if it doesn't, whatever Marvel does, I trust them completely at this point. They pick someone else, cool, I know they're going to do a good job, but I'd love to see him in this role. And I'm, I'm really kind of thinking that we are now going to. Um, Alright, and then the last story for today. Like I said, Marvel theme. Um, so obviously, I, uh, minor spoilers for Avengers Endgame for that one person that hasn't seen it yet, but I'm sure... Sh- I'm sure you're aware that this is a thing in Avengers Endgame at this point, but um, obviously we had Fat Thor, which was I, I think was great. It uh, There was some great comedic moments with that character in, in Endgame, um, and in terms of what Thor was going through in that movie, uh, the way they portrayed him actually just, it, it worked a lot. Like, that Fat Thor persona actually fit. It really did. Um, anyway, so recently, Taika Waititi talking about Thor 4, um, and he mentioned that, not definite, because I don't even think the script is officially finished, but most likely he doesn't think Fat Thor is going to be a thing in the next Thor movie. Now, I'll put it like that. I, I didn't expect that the whole movie was going to be that, but I, I actually kind of thought we might see him start out like that, and that Thor 4 would be, you know, the transition, how he gets back from that point, and how he's... Um, sort of repairing his mental state and in turn ends up obviously repairing his, his body, I guess. Um, I thought that might be a big part, especially if the Guardians of the Galaxy, like we've kind of heard rumours about, if they are going to end up being in Thor, Love and Thunder, you could maybe do a thing with Thor and Star-Lord where they're both kind of working out together because there was that whole thing in Infinity War with, with Star-Lord as well. Um, and it's, it, to me, it seems like it would, you know, be a good sort of thematic element, like I said, to have him, you know, almost recover you know, like a, re- or not a redemption, but like a, well, yeah, a recovery story, almost, you know, um, a, a healing story. 
Um, but look, you know what, if we don't, once again, I trust Marvel, I trust Taika Waititi. Whatever he's going to do with this uh, Thor 4 movie, great. I think he's he's probably going to do an awesome job. Um, so yeah, look, that, that'll wrap it up for today. Um, thanks very much for listening. I enjoy... Oh, I appreciate. Sorry. Well, I do enjoy doing things. Enjoy doing this, but mainly I appreciate the support. Um, so thank you very much for listening. Um, check back. Uh, ideally, I'm going to try and do this. Every, well, at least every week, maybe every couple of weeks or something. See how it goes. But um, I mean, if the news keeps going this slowly, maybe it'll be less. But we'll see. Um, yeah. Anyway, keep right for more episodes. Uh, have a look at Screen Stuff with Gray, my YouTube channel. Uh, got some videos up on there. Hopefully, we'll get that going a bit more as well. Um, so yeah, thanks very much. We'll see you next time.